the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Pastor Dale O'Shills of Church of the Redeemer in Gaithersburg, Maryland. I want to invite you to tune in to our weekly radio program titled Practical Living right here on WAVA every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. And I also would encourage you to join us for one of our weekend worship services. All the information about services and locations can be found at our website at church-redeemer.org. That's church-redeemer.org. Welcome to Practical Living with Dale O'Shield, Senior Pastor of Church of the Redeemer in Maryland. We pray that through this message, you will learn how to apply God's Word and truth to your life. Stay with us as we discover God's truths that will transform us. I want to talk to you about how to stay sane in a crazy world by learning something about release. Learning how to release. And I'm going to give you another word because it goes with it. What is that word? Stress. Actually, I'm going to change this word just for a moment. and You'll understand why in just a bit. Distress. How do you release distress in your life? And so here's the primary thing that I want to talk about today that is vital to understanding this release process because you'll never stay sane in a crazy world unless you know how to deal with distress in your life. You'll never do it. So does the Bible give us any information or understanding about how to handle distress? How do we handle the stress that comes through the terrible times? Here's my primary point for you today, and that is this. You and I need to understand the difference between good and bad stress. This is where I want to camp today because Oftentimes, this is not talked about. We talk about stress from the negative side. I want to talk about it from the positive side just for a few moments. I want to help you to release the expectation that you're to live a stress-free life. A lot of us go through life with the expectation that our lives should be free of stress. And I want you to release that expectation today because it's an unrealistic expectation in your life. See, most people view stress as something negative, as something that is very, very bad. But actually, the Bible teaches something opposite to this. And psychologists and psychiatrists also agree with what the Bible teaches. They may not acknowledge that, but their research proves it to be the fact that not all stress is bad. Some stress is good stress. Actually, psychologists have a term to describe it. They call it EU stress, U stress versus distress. You means good. It's a prefix that symbolizes or speaks of something that is actually good. And so the Bible teaches us and world life experiences teaches us that not all stress is bad. And we know this in the natural world. Let's take a, a look at a few examples of this just for a moment. Let's talk about this precious thing called a pearl. 
And this precious thing called a pearl is something that is generally formed in oysters, and it happens when an irritant finds its way into an oyster. It may be a little bit of sand. It might be a parasite. But something gets inside that oyster, and it stresses the oyster. And the stress on the oyster causes that little, that little organism to produce certain kind of secretions that begin to circle around the parasite or around the grain of sand or that little irritant and it begins to secrete these various hormones and chemicals and over time it forms this beautiful thing called a pearl. And so pearls would never be in our world without some stress. Next time you see an oyster, thank them, okay? (laughs) Because they produce something, but it only happens out of stress. Let's talk about diamonds for a moment. Diamonds are a girl's best, and they're a guy's fastest road to bankruptcy. Okay. That's how most guys start out their marriage, in debt. Okay, why? I bought a diamond, okay? (laughs) Diamonds are formed underneath the earth with pressure and high temperatures. Deep down in the earth where the carbon atoms are being pressurized. In fact, as I was studying this recently, I discovered that the atmospheric pressure upon in which a diamond is formed is thousands times more than the pressure we experience here on earth. Thousands of times more pressure than we ever know atmospherically here on earth. But what's happening below the earth when no one can see it is those carbon fibers or carbon atoms, I should say, are being pushed and pressed together until someone finally digs down and mines out this beautiful thing called a diamond and we hold it up and it sparkles in the sunlight with all the color and all the fire. Why? Because it went through the pressure. It was formed out of stress. Pearls are formed out of stress. Diamonds are formed out of stress. Let's talk about building material just for a moment. Practically every structure that is built today has a steel framing to it. This building, if you see the columns around this worship center today or in the Frederick Worship Center, you'll see that they're made of, they're covered with drywall, but behind those columns you could find solid steel. Steel is not dug out of the earth. Steel is formed. And the way steel is formed is formed by iron ore combined with carbon and high heat. And over the heat of pressurized heat, that, that, uh, those, those, those elements come together, iron ore and carbon, and the fire that's burning there tempers that process and causes an alloy or pulling together of those, uh, those, those substances, and we come out with something very strong that we're able to build buildings with that withstand hurricanes and high-force winds and all kinds of things that happen in the world around us. Pearls come out of pressure. Diamonds are formed out of stress. Steel happens through fire. And what I want you to see is it's true for you and for me as well. That one of the things that we need to learn about our lives is that it is not good for our lives to be stress-free. It's not healthy for our lives to be stress-free. Because without a certain amount of stress in your life, without a certain amount of pressure in your life, Without a certain amount of fire in your life, you're never going to reach your highest and best potential. It just will not happen. In fact, James the Apostle gives us very clear understanding of this in in his writing in James chapter 1. I'm reading for the message paraphrase. Listen to what it says. 
Let's just start with the first line there. Consider it a sheer gift. Now, when someone gives you a gift, it means it's valuable, it's good for you, something that they know will be a blessing in your life. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when, notice this, when tests and challenges come at you. Now, most of us don't think of tests and challenges as a gift, right? We think of it as a curse. But now the Bible says, consider it it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides, from every direction. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. And so here James is saying, and by the way, James understood this because he had withstood some intense pressures of persecution himself in his own spiritual journey. So he says, consider sheer joy as a gift. Understand its value. When Tests and challenges come at you from all sides because under pressure, your, your faith is able to come into the open. It's able to show its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Don't run from your stress. Let it do its work so you can become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. So much we could talk about here, but I'm going to circle two words here, well-developed and not deficient. If you spend your whole life trying to avoid stress and run from stress and think that stress is the worst thing in the world for you, here's what's going to happen to you. You will be underdeveloped and you'll be deficient in your life in some way. If you're always pushing stress away from you and you don't embrace stress the right way, it's going to be something that keeps you from developing into the person that God wants you to be and has designed you to be. It requires trials and tests and challenges, some pressure and heat along the way. And we make ourselves crazy. I talk to people all the time who are making themselves crazy by one misbelief they have in their mind and the misbelief is that life should always be smooth. That life should always go well for me. That I should never have any stress in my life. And so when the least amount of stress shows up they want to run away from it and get beyond it and they don't realize that stress if they will embrace it in a positive way, the right kind of stress, it can produce incredible benefits in our lives. Let me just throw some names out for you. Remember Abraham? Do you think he ever went through any stress? Study his life. How about Joseph? Oh, Joseph was sold into slavery, was he not? The Old Testament Joseph, and he ends up in prison for something he never did, and so he goes through about 13 years of terrible trauma and pressure, but he comes out on the other side as a pearl, as a diamond, as the prime minister of Egypt. Why? Because all of that formed him and shaped him into the person God wanted him to be. How about David? David spent many years running from Saul, but ultimately he becomes the second king of Israel. How about the New Testament examples of this with Mary? Do you think Mary might have been just a tad bit stressed out when Gabriel came and said, you're going to have a son? And she says, I don't know a man. How am I going to have a child? Were you going to be the bearer of the Christ? Do you think that was just a little bit of stress for Mary as she thought about having to tell Joseph about this event that had happened in her life? And how about Joseph, her fiancé, when he finds out that she's with child? Do you think it was just a little bit of stress in Joseph's life? We could go on and on. How about Jesus himself? Oh, yes, on the, 
on the very night before he's crucified, he's feeling the pressure to such a degree that he's there in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's praying, Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me, but not my will. Yours be done. I'm going to walk through this difficult season, and I am glad that he did, aren't you? Because he paid the price for my sin. He shed his blood so that I could be forgiven, and he rose to eternal, eternal life forever and ever and promised it to all who will believe in him. So here we see the value of stress. Now, psychologists, as I mentioned, understand this. I'm going to give you a little diagram here today to help you to understand just the, the process of stress in your life. On this side, we have eustress. That's good stress. And on this side, we have distress. That's bad stress. So not all stress is bad stress. Got it? Notice there are two access points here. Performance, that's how well you do or what you achieve in life, what you accomplish in life. And over here is stress level. And what I want you to see is this. As there is an increase, there's a, as, as stress increases to a certain point, your performance will increase. There is a, a direct correlation between the right amount, optimum amount of stress in your life getting to the point up here where, I'm not sure what's happening to my thing again. This happened in the first service, so... You just have to take my word for it. Okay, this board got stressed out, okay? so. (laughs) But what you see here is you see you reach a peak here at this particular point when you're at high performance and the right amount of stress, and then there comes the point when the stress increases and your performance decreases. It's called a bell-shaped curve. And so because of this, we see that if you don't have a certain amount of stress in your life, you'll never reach your highest potential. And God knows how much you need to get to your best. He knows the temperature of the oven you need to be in and how long you need to be there to bring you out so you're not half-baked, you're fully baked to be the person God intended for you to be. You see this in the story of the parable of the talents in Matthew chapter 25. We see this amazing story of how the master is calling three of his servants and he says to them, to one, he says, I'm going to give you five talents, five bags of gold. To the second, he says, I'll give you two. To the third one, he says, I'll give you one. I'm going away. I want you to handle my affairs while I'm gone. I'm going to come back again. When he returns, the master calls the three together and to the one he'd given five, he had done something with the five that had been given to him. The two, he had multiplied it and doubled it. The one, he did nothing with it. Jesus, to the first two, said, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. To the last one, he said, you wicked, lazy servant. Here's what I want you to see. Do you believe with me today that when that first man given five had some stress on him to do something with what had been given to him and did the guy with two have some stress on him to do something that had been given to him and both of them embraced their stress they reached their highest potential and Jesus said well done and to the one that hid and said I don't want any stress in my life I don't want any stress I'm just going to protect this so I don't have any stress And he hid it away. He didn't lose it, but he did nothing with it. And because of that, some of the harshest words you'll ever find in the entire Bible, Jesus said, you wicked, lazy servant. 
what did it have to do with the willingness to embrace an opportunity that included some stress in it? Dear ones, understand today that all stress isn't bad stress. You need some stress in your life. And God loves you so much. Are you ready for this? God loves you so much that he's going to send some stress to your life. Okay. Amen. Okay. Amen. I'm not getting a whole bunch of clappers on this one. I'm telling you, okay. I think the holy people are clapping right now, okay. But some of you say, I'm not sure I want to clap on that one, okay. God loves you so much that he's going to send some stress. Why? Because he sees something in you that you don't see in you. He sees a pearl. He sees diamond. He sees steel. He sees something in you that you can't see in yourself. And so every time you run away, oh, it's too much stress. I'm going to run away from stress. What you're running away from is your development. What you're running away from is the growth that God has in store for your life. First thing that's necessary, you've got to value new experiences and you've got to be growth focused. You've got to value new experiences in your life. You'll never grow if you don't do some new things. New challenges, new experiences, new adventures. Because these things are the kind of things that produce some stress, yes, but they take your life to another level. We have people in the church who say, well, I really want to grow. I really want to grow in my spiritual life, but I I don't know if I really want to go to one of those classes. I've never been to one before, and I'll be the new person there, and I'm not sure I'll be able to to do it. I'm not sure I'm spiritual enough to to go to this class or that class, and so they they push it out of their life and out of their world because they're, they're afraid, just like the man with the one talent hid it in the earth because he was afraid, and so I don't want to embrace anything new. You know that you're growing growth in your life, the very thing that might help you to become the person God intended for you to be is to take the class that you need to take, to go and get yourself engaged in a process you've never done before in your spiritual journey that will help you move to the next level. And is it fearful? Yes, it's going to be fearful, but is it productive? It will be productive for your life. And so you've got to value new experiences. You have to be growth-focused. If you're not growth-focused, I promise you, you're never going to grow. Here's the second thing that's necessary for embracing stress, good stress in your life. You've got to welcome the discomfort that comes with growth. Every new thing that comes into your life, or every area of growth, every area of stress in your life is going to make you uncomfortable. You've got, to get, you've got to make friends with discomfort. Because if you don't make friends with discomfort, you'll never grow in your life. And so you're going to have to be uncomfortable. You can't get anywhere without it. Like a little child who's learning to walk. They're not very comfortable to begin with with the process, but they're encouraged to go ahead and risk it and take that step. And they step out of their comfort zone, and eventually they learn how to walk because they keep pressing past the comfort zone of life. There's so many of us that we draw this little circle around our world because it's our safe circle. And, oh, don't ask me to step out of that circle. I'll be uncomfortable. Oh, please, don't challenge me because I'm comfortable right now. And I don't like discomfort. And God says, I came along to mess with your comfort. Okay? As has been said of a good pastor, he does the same. Okay? He comforts the afflicted and he afflicts the comfortable. Amen? Okay? 
And Jesus comes along and he comforts you when you're afflicted, but he afflicts you when you're comfortable to say, you know what, you need to expand your world. Discomfort is a part of growth in your life. I was thinking back on this as I was preparing this message. There's not a single thing that I have ever done in my life that has expanded my growth in my life that I was comfortable doing to begin with. Not a single thing. I look at all the things that I've done throughout my life and there's not a single thing that I've ever done that's caused my life to go to the next level that I was comfortable doing initially. I, was out, I had to step out. Not a single moment when I said, oh, no problem, got that. I was thinking back on building this building 20-something years ago when we were planning this building. I thought, my goodness, the millions of dollars, how am I going to raise millions of dollars to build? There's no way that I can do that. But I felt the challenge of stepping out of a, you can believe I was way outside of my comfort zone, but aren't we glad we have this building today? Amen? Okay. And the same when we... We, we bought the old, an old circuit city building up in Frederick that our Frederick campus is in today. I remember the day after the one o'clock service, I heard that that building was for sale and my wife and I got in our car and sped up to, to Frederick. We walked in and we saw this building and thought, this could be a church, but I don't know how to do this. How do we go about this process? And today, if you drive on 270 where it turns into 70 there at the main intersection, You'll see Church of the Redeemer Frederick Campus sitting there today. And there are things in your life right now that are waiting for you. They're waiting to be exploded in your life in a positive way, but you've got to be willing to embrace new and accept discomfort for your life. And here's the third thing that's necessary that you've got to do. You've got to upgrade your self-talk. You know what talks you out of most things in your life that related to your growth? It's not somebody else. You talk your own self out of it, don't you? Because you have a running dialogue in your brain that's going on all the time. You're always talking to yourself. I really couldn't do that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable enough. I really couldn't do that. I couldn't expand this business beyond what it is now because I'm not really that smart or I don't have enough capital to do it, or whatever the case, you just put yourself in that world. I could never, I couldn't take that job because that job's beyond me. There's some of you sitting in this room that God has a professional upgrade for you. Are you hearing me today? I'm speaking this in the name of Jesus. God has a career professional upgrade for you. No, I, you can clap. But I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. If you're going to get to it, you're going to have to step outside of your comfort zone and stop telling yourself you can't do it. Okay? You've got to change your self-talk. I'm going to show this to you in just a moment, but you have to change what you're saying. Oh, I can't do it. I can never do that. This is impossible for me. I'm not that smart. And this is the dialogue or the monologue going on inside of you all the time. That needs to change so that you begin to speak what God says about you. Amen? what God's word says about you. And that's the next thing that you see here on the notes. The next one is this. You got to use your faith in God. Okay? Because you're not enough for the next level. I wasn't enough to build this building. I wasn't enough to to build the campus up in Frederick. I wasn't enough, but God is enough. Okay? And that's why we grab hold of verses like Philippians 4.13. You, you know it, I'm sure. If you don't, you, you need to learn it. 
I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Not I can do all things, but I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And so the greater one lives in you. The greater one lives in me. We are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. So we do not need to be afraid of those things that pull us out of our comfort zone. Why? Because greater is he that is in me. I am more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. All things that he would guide and lead me to do. He will be there to help me to accomplish it. And so I begin to speak and use my faith rather than my unbelief and my little world that I've created around myself. Perhaps as you have been listening to today's broadcast, you felt a stirring in your heart, something that reminded you that you need to get something right in your life with God. The first way to start in that journey with God is to open your heart to Jesus Christ, to make Him the Lord of your life, to turn over all your life to Him. And that begins with a very simple prayer. I want to lead you in that prayer right now, and it's a prayer that you can pray right where you are. Say these words, Jesus, I invite you into my life today to forgive me of all my sins. I need you. I want you. I want you to take charge of my life. Be my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. Now, if you just prayed that prayer with me, I want to encourage you with a promise from God's Word that says, when we call on God's name, when we call on the name of His Son, Jesus, there is salvation that is brought to our lives. He changes us from the inside out. And the Bible says that if any person is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. And that's what's happened to you today as you've opened your heart to Christ. Let me encourage you. You need to take the next step. The next step is to make sure that you get into a good Bible-believing church where you're studying God's Word. And make sure you get a copy of God's Word and begin to read it. Spend some time each day in prayer. You've been listening to the teaching ministry of Practical Living with Dale O'Shield, Senior Pastor of Church of the Redeemer in Maryland. If you would like more information, please visit our website at church-redeemer.org. May God bless you and make you a blessing. Hi, this is Pastor Dale O'Shields of Church of the Redeemer in Gaithersburg, Maryland. I want to invite you to tune in to our weekly radio program titled Practical Living right here on WAVA every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. And I also would encourage you to join us for one of our weekend worship services. All the information about services and locations can be found at our website at church-redeemer.org. That's church-redeemer.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.